self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am gonna clear up some shit on this episode also known as calamity red okay um well, we are Conversation Con Artists back for another fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is ConversationConArtists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. And we have a, a response from Michael, who we haven't heard from in forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, excited. it's been a while. It's been a while since we heard from Michael. I'm glad you sent us something. Uh, a live listen, essentially. A live listen. So, Michael, I don't know what you've been up to. I don't know. I hope that means that your comedy career is taking off and or you're enjoying the time of your life with your family or you've taken some time off to get your psychological shit together. Either way, I appreciate you for jumping in the dialogue and live listen like colin you know what i'm saying so if anybody look i encourage all of y'all if y'all are listening to the show and it's a moment where i say something you'd be like fuck him i'm gonna say this i want to say what i got to say <laughs> i want you to stop take the time and send it or if it's just a thought that comes up while you're listening go ahead and send that thing or email or send a message on facebook whatever you guys seeing we love live listens it's we, funny to hear what people's immediate because it's basically what your immediate response is when you heard us say it and i love knowing what that was and it's kind of hard with this kind of a platform to get that but with a live listen you get it because they just immediately send what it was exactly so let's get into this and i, I would read it in my british accent but i need to do a little bit more practice you don't do that yeah, I'm when I'm practicing now. I practice all the time a bunch of different accents. I mean, every one day I do some of them on the show. Okay. I don't know. I just don't know if it's racist to use them or not as an ally. Like even if I'm not being stereotypical, <laughs> I don't know if it. I don't know if just pretending to speak like somebody from a different culture is racist. I don't know not. if it'll be racist. Not even racist necessarily, but offensive. Mm, I guess it depends on what you're saying. <laughs> Well, because it ain't really no way for nobody else to talk black without it being offensive. True. Because <laughs> black <laughs> is technically broken English that we ended up with from slavery, mind you. But like... <laughs> but it's like, I don't... When we say it, it sounds cool. When other people say it, it just sounds offensive. Like you, they they don't have the flavor. They don't have the, they don't have the indignation. How, like, how you feel about Robert Downey Jr. when he played the black dude? That was hilarious. Was it? Was it a good black dude? Was it an offensive black dude? No, it was an offensive black dude, but it was funny. It was meant to be an offensive. It was black meant dude. to be an offensive black dude, so that's why it was funny. Um, if he had really, truly been, this was his perception of black culture, that would have been offensive. But because it was supposed to be a caricature, obviously, um, I didn't mind it. I thought it was funny. But I think one thing that I think his tone, like I think the thing about black person even if you speak no no broken english no abundance mm -hmm. no old southern slang i think that you can tell that you're listening to a black person yeah. like versus, I, because it's like a yeah. it's extra timber in our voice or something like on xbox live they know when i'm black and i know they know when i'm black because when they racist they start talking about fried chicken and watermelon and 
Grape soda. I spend a good time amount of my time at work on the phone. I can always tell if the person's black or white. Always. Uh, it's just something in the tone. I don't know. Like, but I can always tell. Very rarely have I talked to somebody on the phone and then met them in person and been like, oh, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> I was wrong. Most of the time, spot on. Because I don't know. It's just a difference in voice tone. Mm-hmm. Don't know. But what did Michael say? Um, can we tell because we sound like slaves? <laughs> Like when I when I hear old black lady on the phone, she sound like Aunt Jemima or the lady well, from Louisiana even, from Popeyes. Even when somebody isn't speaking old Southern black lady, even when it's just reg- I can tell by the tone of voice. Cause you know, I'm, at work these are professional calls. Like, well, unless it's somebody from the community, other agencies. Let me let's say that other agencies that call, I can tell if the person's black or white and they're speaking professionally. It's just something about our tone of voice that I feel like you can always tell. Very rarely, very rarely. Again, have I talked to somebody on the phone, met them in person, and been like, "Oh shit, you white? Okay, <laughs> got yeah. that one wrong." All right, let's get to the letter. So I'm a good few episodes behind at the moment, as might have been evident by my lack of contact during the competition. I just wanted to take a moment as I stand here in the supermarket, clogging up the aisle with my podcast on pause to say the following. You need to put a health warning up before you let any MAGA raps on your show. (laughs) I could have been driving or operating heavy machinery and not have had the space to process this ridiculous bullshit. (laughs) This is probably the first time I've sent you a message midway through an episode. So you may be about to say, I'm sorry to any listeners who were working on something important while listening and have now chucked it out the fucking window after cringing so hard and likely hate shitting a kidney into their waiting underwear in response to the diuretic torrent of badly syllabled rhymes, flagrant disregard for the modern context of the word brother and anti-vaccination dick-brained idiocy we have subjected you to without warning. Next time, a klaxon will sound followed by the slightly less offensive sound of a deer being mouth-fucked to death by a water buffalo to ease you in so you don't get caught once again off guard by someone rapping how great Donald Trump, the Cheeto-covered bear shit that through tiny hands Trump is. Oh my God. Amazing. If you do say that next, apologies for the redundant message, but Jesus fucking Christ, what was that? (laughs) He sent three little dots, and then the next message is, oh, fuck, the next guy can actually rap. (laughs) I don't know which is worse. (laughs) So... This was from the episode where I played those fucking... that He had that MAGA challenge where all of these people were rapping about how great Donald Trump is and make America great and all of this shit. He's referring to that. Well, there was one... The first rap was with this little white girl that used brother the way that white people who try to sound like black people in the most offensive way possible use it. Um, it it's how white people use brother when they're trying to be condescending. <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how she was using this shit. Uh, but then the second guy was black, I think. I re- if I remember he was correctly, black. he was. And he could rap. He had bars. <laughs> now let me let me try to paint a visual picture of this this dynamic. Okay, <laughs> the first one rapping, which is the white girl, is the equivalent to when you 
or your nephew or anybody was like three years old and mama said, come in here and dance for him. And they really just kind of do this little arm wiggle thing and just step like 20 times and just, it's not dancing, okay? It's like, it's like if you had a puppet on a string and you just like just started having a seizure. That's kind of how a kid be dancing. Like that's the first girl. And the second dude is literally Michael Jackson the first time he did a moonwalk. I'm not saying he's that good at rapping. I'm saying that's the difference between yeah. how far horrible she was and how comparably better he was and in that situation. And catch the beat for shit. I've talked about this before. I don't understand why they have such a problem catching beats. Because I we talked about this. I know. They we do it to about, the words, listen, not to listen, the song. Not all white people. Okay? No, there are white people but that can't catch the beat. these white people that can't dance they dance to the words How do you so when dance? they make up the words they have nothing <laughs> they that girl had no, no point of reference it was terrible it was now, not all white people because you know you got a bunch of white rappers out here eminem that's amazing you know being at saying? the top of the list yeah. so and, and it's a whole bunch of white songwriters and singers yeah not all of them but the ones that can't they ain't supposed to be freestyling Hell no, this shit was so terrible. I apologize, Michael, but I had I listened to it and I felt like everybody else needed to listen what to it. What conversation as well. did we have before the show? About, that show. What conversation did we have before that show? Yeah. Oh, you I said I don't want that shit to play on the show. Yeah. I do not want to hear that shit, oh, period. Did say he didn't want me to play it. He got so <laughs> listen, y'all. I played it for him right before we were going to he got so upset. He was so. I think you got even more angry at the dude who could rap. I did. It, that gap. That gap. I'm telling you, when you see that little seizure puppet dance, and and you see that shit, and then somebody be like, "Okay, our next dance up." You be like, "Oh hell no, I don't want to see this shit no more. Like this is dead." And they come out there moonwalking. You be like, "God damn." <laughs> I didn't expect it, and I didn't want it. I hey, was mad. I you was felt like, the same way Michael did. You didn't know which one was worse, I'm her wrong, or him. I'm the wrong kind of betrayed. <laughs> like, he sound good, but I'm betrayed by the content. <laughs> so now I'm like bobbing my head to the bullshit, and it's your fault. Wait, I didn't make it. I just brought it to the attention of you and, and, and our listeners. Because, listen. Hey, listen. Hold I on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We saw, we saw, uh, um, Captain America: Civil War. We did. At the end, the main bad guy, he didn't do nothing but show Tony Stark a video. <laughs> he didn't murder no damn body. He didn't put all that shit in Winter Soldier head. But you know what? That shit his fault. <laughs> you exposed me to some shit. You exposed Michael to some shit. Now we could otherwise have not been exposed to. However, I'm willing to take accountability in my role. Of, of exposing the people to the shit. So, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Listen, when I first read his message, <laughs> tears. Real fucking tears. Because that's, when I listened to it, when I heard it the first time, well, first of all, when I realized it was a MAGA challenge, and then when I listened to the white girl rap, that's how I felt. I felt exactly his words and how I felt. Like, what the fuck is this? Whose idea was this? And then the second guy to be as talented as he is, this what you use your talent on? This is what you squander it on? It's like, when, it's like when I listen to that video with the girl, it's like if I was Thanos and I had the Infinity Gauntlet, 
I would probably still wipe fifty percent away, but I'd be like her first. <laughs> like her first. Like start with her. I want her to have diarrhea and explosive diarrhea in front of all her friends before she disappear. <laughs> but I want her to go and then just randomize the rest of it. But she gotta go. If y'all missed that episode, you need to go back and check it out. I think I did it at the beginning of the show. I think yeah, I think it was towards the, the beginning of the show. I can't even tell y'all what show it is. I uh, <laughs> me either. Yeah, we we just named the show shit that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, so, so there's no telling which we, one. We <laughs> been like, listen, we've been naming these 215 episodes after movies. Yeah. Okay, so it's getting kind of thin. It is it's getting <laughs> from hard. Movies that are known. Yeah, because we we we've done a lot of episodes. But uh, was that his last comment? Mm-hmm. The last one is. <laughs> I think this might be the first recorded instance of two things being worse than each other. <laughs> I just it's just, it was irritating, irrational, disrespectful. I didn't make it. I just brought it to y'all. I watched it and I felt like other people should suffer. This is how I felt. I make no apologies. <laughs> I mean, I if you pull out a light that's blinding as hell to a motherfucker, they're going to be blind. I mean, clearly, technically, it's the light that blinded them, <laughs> but you the one that exposed them to the shit. <laughs> you can't get out of that. Uh, sorry, Michael. I don't feel like you can get out of that. Sorry that that's what you had to come back to after a break from our show. But listen... This is the dumbness of Trump support. This is the stupidity. This is this is it. <laughs> it's the perfect example of that. Um, was his the only letter we had? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I'm gonna clear up some shit <laughs> because apparently I have not realized. Uh, maybe the what word am I looking for? The image that I have put out of myself on the show through my dialogue um we went to a christmas party at christmas party don't ask me how the fuck this happened but at the christmas party somehow sexual shit started being discussed and someone asked me a direct question about having sex in public and i answered and (laughs) people were like (gasps) oh my god (laughs) what and I'm like, I'm 35 years old. Why? And so what came to my attention is that the way that I address or don't address sex on the show apparently makes me seem like I'm this prudish person that, you know, only has missionary sex and, and with the lights off. <laughs> I don't know. Not my intention and not what it is. So let me better explain who Red is as far as it comes to that particular part of my life. In my mind, I'm just a more private person. So for me, I'm gonna give y'all a a, a breadcrumb. <laughs> um, I'm a very strong personality person. I think y'all know that. <laughs> you know, I have a very strong personality. I'm very outspoken. All of those things are very true. However, but, or comma, but, or but. <laughs> everybody likes to point out the way that I say but um, part of it is I because I have that strong personality in my private life I don't nobody's going to believe this in my relationships I'm very submissive the thing is I have to find somebody with whom I 
feel like I can be submissive to. And so that's one of the characteristics that I look for when I'm looking for people. But I'm not into BDSM, but I do like, I don't know. I don't want to say I like to be controlled. I like to be the more submissive one. I'll say that. And so for me, the beauty of that is the guy that I'm dating, when he went with hanging out with me and my friends, I'm red. I'm I'm the, you know, get you together uh <laughs> tell you about yourself but he knows that when it's just us that that's not who i am i'm a different person he gets to see that side that's like that nobody else gets to see and that nobody else gets to know about if i talk about the shit all the time it loses that to me so it isn't even really about not wanting to talk about sex or like being prudish or like not having done anything it's just to me because of how stark of a difference it seems like it is to me between those two parts of my life I like for the person whoever I'm having sex with at the time to have that so that when people are like what people say shit like red is gonna run her household all the time like she's gonna be telling her husband what to do and all this shit I don't ever correct that because I want whoever I end up marrying I want him to be sitting over there like she <laughs> that is not who she is at all like y'all don't know I, I, I like that idea of a dynamic. So me being private apparently has come across <laughs> as me being a prude. Because um, I have had sex in public. That was the thing that everybody was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> uh, not like it was, it was in public where I could have been seen. We weren't seen. We didn't get caught, but we could have been caught. Um, but just the shock of people i was like what i am 35 years old the fuck um but it was explained to me the way that i talk on the show and the way that i i, I guess i come across is that um i'm a lot if you ask me a direct question about something that i do which is what happened at the party i will answer but if a, a regular random conversation is going on i don't contribute that's the difference if you ask me a question i will answer it but i don't just randomly contribute to conversations that are going on around me um and so I guess that, I don't know, it came across as me being, you know, it's it's just so funny. Like, I feel like this would never fucking happen. But I feel like if you interviewed somebody that's like had sex with me <laughs> or we had them on the show, y'all would be, <laughs> you probably wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> you mean fucking shocked. Um, and I like, again, I like that dichotomy I have going on. I like for people to be, I like for you to know that I'm the person that will get you all the way to fuck together if you do some shit out of line yes i am her but i'm also somebody who can be submissive with my partner and enjoys doing that that's the dichotomy of red um and so that person gets that other side and nobody else gets it nobody else gets to see it and so that's kind of more what it is i don't know if that clears anything up and I think it's going to take some time because from all of these episodes of the podcast, it's a lot of gaps that have existed with understanding what you really think about something in that context. And when you don't control the narrative, everybody go with their own narrative. And so you can't really control anything at that point. Yeah. So it's like maybe in the future, there'll be moments where you can, give your dialogue uh to help that versus you know me being super aggressive at trying to pull it out <laughs> you know what i'm saying well, see, because listen you're gonna let us know now 
Well, your dude gonna let us know in the future passively <laughs> because when we all out to eat, you know where the conversation gonna go, and you know he gonna get in the conversation. Whoever it is, he not gonna be sitting over there like, "Well, this is inappropriate. I'm not gonna have this discussion with you guys." No, he isn't. Probably. Not, I don't know? do that either. I don't tell y'all that it's inappropriate. I don't like shame y'all for talking about it. I just don't contribute. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like if you don't start controlling the dialogue, you know. It's going to be points where you're going to have a dude that with us and we're going to start talking about fetishes <laughs> and like he going to have to tap dance in this motherfucker like, oh shit. <laughs> I can't let them know what she doing. I don't want to let them know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, it, I just really didn't realize. I felt like everybody knew that I was just being like private. I didn't realize that everybody thought that I was just uncomfortable or like you know, just inexperienced or like just prudish. I didn't, I, it, to me, it wasn't coming out across that way. Um, and when I realized that it was, I was like, what? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> like you're the girl next door. Clearly. Exactly. But I, I enjoy, again, I enjoy that dichotomy. I like that. I, I guess I like to be the essence of what is it? The lady in the street, freaking the sheets that's me that's who i am that's who i feel like well, i am uh, you if that's what you want then it's got to come with the sacrifice of being perceived however people that ain't got nothing to do with your business perceive you i guess um you know but what clearly what's the difference between a random person out of the street and the people that you that are in your circle like is there more that we can have that's still less than what that guy can have, even if it ain't stuff we bring up on the show, because the show literally for everybody. But yeah. like <laughs> when we having a conversation, um, what, what more can I have? A Cole yeah. Jackson or Shogun or or Leroy Ketchum or Rockman? What more can we have that make that is represents a little bit more comfort with us, but don't take away from that feeling? Yeah. And if it ain't, that's cool. But I don't know. Just, I don't know. I I've been. Um, kind of looking looking at it you know since the party uh, just because i really it was just very shocking to me like <laughs> i'm i'm not I, I don't eat ass okay i'm not I, it's not that far to the to the right okay but <laughs> what what's funny <laughs> women eat ass at a very very low rate okay <laughs> now we whether how you respond to when your dude try that is what I want to. I'm never gonna know, but in my head, I'm like you, so adamant against that. Yes, but I am. it's gonna happen because it's again, gonna happen again. I'm, I'm, it's a small little bitty piece of meat between <laughs> the bottom of your vagina and the end of your ass. I it's know, going to happen. But I've discussed this before. For me, the ass is an exit only. Like I just can't get past that image in my head and so because of that that fucks with me i have no i have no desire for anything around that i'm just part. saying i'm just saying when if that moment comes up and he do that and you kind of like how it feel but in your head it push you know it's like but no i'm never gonna get past the fact that i'm shit just saying comes out of there. you're you're gonna be sitting there in your head hoping that he make a mistake again that's what's gonna happen no you're gonna spend the rest of your life saying dang i hope he make that mistake again i ain't gonna ever say it i ain't over tell him <laughs> i ain't gonna ever request it because it's bad but if he were to make a mistake <laughs> i ain't 
ain't even gonna say nothing about I don't that. Think, I don't know. That I'm very tunnel vision on. This I just is what I would can't. want you to do. I would want you to sit down with him and say, listen, this is embarrassing to say because you know how I fit by this point. He gonna know how yes. you feel. You gonna know you know how I feel about butt related stuff. <laughs> but man, it feel good. I can't, I'm conflicted. That's what I want that's what I would want you to do in your relationship. I just don't think that that knowing me and how adamant I am about that because I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be. There are things that like feel good, taste good or whatever that I still just will not fucking eat out of principle or because it bothers me. Like I don't give a fuck how tasty it is. It's, you know, shrimp it's it's bull dick or not bull dick. What is um Rocky Mountain oysters bull balls? I'm not going to eat that. It could be the most delicious fucking thing in the world. It's bull testicles. I ain't gonna eat that shit. Okay, hold on. I have I don't know what this is. Rocky Mountain Rocky Oysters. Rocky Mountain Oysters? Yeah. Look what it up. Is that? Google it. Oh, if I already know that there's bull balls on. But it's cooked balls. It's not like they cut the balls off, testicles, and then cook them. Rocky Mountain. And what? serve Oysters. it with a Yeah. Serve it with a gravy. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. I mean, oysters are disgusting. I don't know why it's called Rocky Mountain Oysters. It's like I don't know where that name came from. Now you gonna make it's me like fucking look it up. It's like poor man's caviar. It's like broke folk shit. It's like <laughs> they don't got no fucking seeds in the mountains. So it's like, oh, we want some. We want something slimy, and so they go get bull nuts. Rocky Mountain oysters, or mountain oysters, or meatballs, also known as prairie oysters in Canada, is a dish made of bull testicles. The organs are often deep fried after being skinned, coated in flour, peppers, and salt, and sometimes pounded flat. This delicacy is most often served as an appetizer. Now, bull balls could be the most delicious thing in the world, but it's still fucking bull balls. So I'm not going to eat it off principle. It's the same thing with this shit. It could possibly feel amazing, but it's an ass. And I'm not going to be able to get past it, okay? I mean, that, that's it, just how I operate. That's like, theoretical. It's not theoretical. Yes, it is. It is not. I can't do it. I can't believe okay. you never heard of Rocky Mountain Oysters. No. Yeah, people eat balls, mm -hmm. bull balls, and call them oysters. I guess, because it, I mean, saying that you're eating testicles, I guess, sounds terrible, but saying, I had some Rocky Mountain Oysters doesn't sound as bad. <laughs> <laughs> saying you ate balls today um but yeah anyway point of all of this is just to say that i am just a private person i feel like there's a difference between being private and being um approved i have no problem with sex sex is great um and again i feel like if you could interview people that i've had sex with the <laughs> the the dichotomy the difference in who I am in those circumstances and who I am in the rest of my life is laughable. <laughs> um, but I like that. Like that's, that's, I like, I like that. And I think that it's, it's cool for the dude. Like I, I feel like it's cool for him to sit and hear people talking shit about how uh, outspoken I am and him knowing that when it comes down to it, I'm actually with him anyway, pretty submissive. So I don't know. I, I kind of like that dichotomy. And again, not necessarily BDSM, although BDSM has always been an interesting um, kink. Would that be a kink, I guess? BDSM? Yeah. I guess it depends on the level, but yeah. Um, 
I mean, that's part of why I read uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. It was interesting to me, that concept of releasing control to somebody else when especially you're such a controlled person in every other aspect of your life, like I am. They also asked if you like being choked. They did. Have you met a dude that liked being choked? No. I've yeah. never met a dude that's like being that's choked. Odd. But they were asking women that. I know. I mean, I think that's pretty common for women. Yes. I think more is. women like being choked than not. Really? Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess it's about that. It's Again, it's the control and power. It's, I don't know how to explain you it. You have to it, tell me because I ain't, I ain't been choked. Well, so... And there's a difference because I, I feel like there's going to be people listening like choke. There's a difference between if somebody broke into your house and climbed on top of you and started choking you out to keep you under control and like consensual choking. That's just kind of like him holding, you know, not like, well, I can't breathe, but like holding me in oh, place. Somebody who somebody who like asphyxiation and then do it. Long there's enough, a difference. Between I'm just saying that, if they get if they get raw, they start to get choked. They probably get a little turned on. <laughs> Clearly. That's not the situation for it, but yes, it's not. Um, it's a that's not erotic asphyxiation. This is more being held down, but by your neck, you can still breathe. You're not you're not worried that like he's gonna murder you and you you never gonna breathe again. Um, I think it's more like a control thing. It's like I, I feel like it goes back to just that elemental. Um, man male female thing that we have going on where like men are you know the aggressiveness i think that is just part of it i think that's why that's something that because i feel like every woman there said that they they did like that i don't think anybody said that they didn't man i've had sex and i thought i was you know i thought i was i put my arm around somebody's throat and squeezing and and at the end they was like i you know why you why you ain't choke me and i was like I thought I was choking you. What you want me to crush your larynx? Well, yeah, see. <laughs> and some people like erotic asphyxiation. That's a whole different that's a whole different thing. No, erotic asphyxiation is is getting off on almost dying. So they like to not be able to breathe. They get an excitement out of that. This is not that. The question that was being asked at this party was like basic hand around the throat. I, I can don't still know. Breathe. The question that was asked is do you like to be choked? And I didn't get no other context so if y'all if they got more specific in the question where you was at over there yeah you know we were having like in-depth conversations so. i feel like if you say if you say in a room with people just hey anybody like being choked during sex and most of the room raised their hand that's still a scale from i just like you to touch my throat a little bit for control to i really want to almost die <laughs> i think it's a scale and everybody like on their own range there, yeah it is i want to be able to breathe <laughs> Um, I, yeah, no, like, <laughs> cause I'm gonna like start freaking out. I'm gonna like start panicking and be like, the fuck? <laughs> I need to breathe. That I do. That's, I can't get with that. I gotta okay. be able to breathe. So, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I felt like I needed to like attempt to clear that up just because I was unaware of the way that I was coming across. But like the shock, <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> That's not even anything. Like, but if, if you're shocked by that little bitty, it's like, I must be putting off, like, you know, this idea of me that is not correct. Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, 
I, I guess I just wanted to. And I'm still going to probably not be the one talking about sex on the show. Like, I may try to contribute a little bit more here and there, like, with this um, choking question. Um, but I'm still not going to, like, veer off too much from, from how I already am. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's just, that's how I, that's how I view my relationships um, is, is something separate. And it's something just for me and that person. And not to be consumed by you know, mad the masses, <laughs> as it were. So, just wanted to clear that shit up because I, the party really opened my eyes, and I was just like, "Damn, people really out here thinking I'm Mother Teresa." And you know, I'm not superhead, but I'm not Mother Teresa. There is a bit middle ground. I'm <laughs> somewhere in the middle. As long as you have um, Mother Teresa in the streets. <laughs> desires and superhead aspirations. I don't think nobody can be mad at that. <laughs> you ain't got to be superhead now, but if you're just trying to get there, I'm okay with that. <laughs> if you can make this a life journey for yourself, I'll be okay with that. If you my mate, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell cool. no. How was your week? That was that was my my week thing that I wanted to contribute. All my week's normal as hell. You know, I go to the schools to see kids. Yeah. And it's the holiday time. Oh, so yeah. the schools are out. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't get paid unless I see people. So, like, for the holidays, it's a really weird mix of I don't want to see nobody. I just want to chill in the holidays myself. But I also want money. <laughs> so, like, I got to figure that dynamic out. But I'm really think I think I'm really finna soak in this moment and... This ain't the last show for the year, but I really, I don't like resolutions. I don't like the term resolution. I just think it's a lot of stigma on it. Um, But these things that I'm doing in 2020 ain't goals. So maybe I'm just going to rebrand resolutions for myself. But there are some things that I want to accomplish. Um, And I guess I guess I kind of been excited about it at this point. Which I won't I won't even say in any other context. I get excited about something, but it's a lot of stuff that I'm really trying to do. Um so I broke down what I want to achieve in five different categories. Uh family, which I'm gonna I'm gonna have a list on my wall of people that I need to call like weekly or bi weekly. Mm -hmm. Just to say hey, just to say what's up. Friends, meaning let me go to friends last. Deliciousness, which means cooking mm -hmm. and, you know, more in 2020 because I didn't cook as much in 2019. I ain't done much of nothing in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is um, entertainment, which is like TV shows, movies. I need to, I got to binge watch 10 shows. It's going to be a combination of TV shows, movies, and cartoon shows. And anime, I have to complete the series. Mm -hmm. The series that somebody has said is good. And uh, videos. So whether that me being doing videos for... It don't matter. I'm going to be doing a lot more Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to be doing more Facebook posts. Like social media, basically. Mm -hmm. And then friends. I put friends at the end because when I cook, I invite people over. Mm-hmm which I haven't been cooking as much as I do, so that will help me with friends. When I cook, I also watch TV while I cook. So I have been watching as much TV this year 
because I haven't been cooking as much. Mm-hmm. So like all of that's going to spiral down into more shit. So I just been kind of like trying to figure out how I'm going to craft this system because what it means is I wasted a lot of time in the last year or two. And I just got some space I want to fill in on it. But I, I um oh and body. I got to do something for my body. Like I got to do something. And what is it that you're going to do? I don't know yet. What did you say you were looking at doing? I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. Okay. Uh and and when I come up with it, I'll let y'all know. Oh Jesus. Um Um I mean, I'm I'm about to move into a house. Um which it's a rental house, but being in a house to it's like a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? Like um and this past year toward the end of 2019 things like got really cool for me you know what i'm saying like the job you know i'm finna move and all of this stuff 2020 i just want to be able to enjoy life i feel like for the first decade of the 2000s y'all realize we about to end in like this the next decade of of, of 2000 it's crazy but i feel like i just well it was just struggle bus the whole fucking time and i feel like now i'm in a place where by no means um am i you know the, uh, anywhere near the one percent <laughs> but i am like better off than i was and so just being able to enjoy that i feel like i have like poor people's guilt you know what that is poor people's guilt yeah what is that like <sighs> I've been having to be so very careful with everything for so long that now when I like, if I buy something, I feel like I shouldn't have bought it. Like I should have been like, Oh, I shouldn't have got that. Yeah. I didn't really need that. Um, I bought a TV and that <laughs> I'm in the store, like going back. <laughs> I got my, like my two devils. Cause you say I don't have an angel. My two devils on my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going back and forth and like, you know the big devil was like bitch get that tv like you need a tv you can you can get the tv and the little devil was like i mean yeah it's a nice tv i would get it but you know shit happens you know what i'm saying still reminding me that these other things could potentially happen so getting out of that mindset still being careful obviously unexpected shit happens and so i'm not gonna just be out here balling out of control and spending every penny that i have but just being able to get more comfortable with being comfortable if that makes sense yeah duh. um and i've never flown 2020 is the year of of red in the air somewhere going somewhere flying that's gonna happen in 2020 okay. um where to i don't fucking know <laughs> but um that needs to happen so those are really the only goals that i have for myself um i don't really do resolutions either but um I don't know what to call them other than resolutions. Maybe I'll come up with a better word by the time the shit come around. <laughs> Those are my goals, though. Twenty twenty intentions, goddamn. Intentions. <laughs> Anything else from your week? Uh, general. Uh, viral posts. Yes. So let's see about these viral posts. Oh, is Jesus this right Christ. now? Imagine it's two a.m. Your fiance's ex-girlfriend is knocking at his window and she tells him she's been in love with him since they were 11. 
she then challenges him to a basketball game with, to win his heart back, and his dumb ass is down the back hooping for love. <laughs> <laughs> that is loving basketball. Yeah. The day before your wedding at that. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> Everybody looking how, at- How are you going to feel being the girl or the woman in, the, in there with him? I'm going to bust him in his fucking head. Where the fuck you going? <laughs> You actually finna play this goddamn bout? Like, just tell her ass no and go come back to fuck the bed. What are you doing? You don't need to do that. What are you trying to prove? <laughs> I'ma be upset. And that most people who love that movie and who are like, oh my God, it's so romantic at the end where she plays for his heart. If they were the fiance, be ready to whoop somebody's ass. The fuck you come knocking on the window talking about some play? Bitch, bye. You better take your ass back over to your mama house. <laughs> The fuck out of here. <laughs> we getting married in the morning. Bitch. <laughs> so have all your relationships crashed and burned? No, I wouldn't say that. So is there anybody okay, without you being in a relationship, is there anybody that could show up now at your door and be like, We didn't get a chance to do this thing the way I wanted it to, or it didn't end the way I wanted it to. I really want to try again. Is there somebody that can show up and do that? I don't think so. And here's why. It's not because they all crash and burn. So the way that I operate, <laughs> the way that I get over things, I'm fucking over it. And so once I'm over it, it's like the idea disgusts me. <laughs> like the idea of like going back down, it's like, uh no. Um, you condition yourself against that interaction yes so like hard <laughs> and i'm trying to think is there anybody that could i don't think so i think i'd be the one cussing them out like bitch you know i'm getting married i'm gonna get your ass back over to your mama house. like i feel like i would have been the one saying that if a dude had come knocking on my door forget out here for my dude beat your ass <laughs> you lucky he's still asleep um no i can't Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Nobody. Well, guess you wouldn't have this dilemma. I wouldn't. <laughs> what has been your unexpected, not safe for work moment with a stranger? Uh, response: Dude was whispering dirty things in my ears, like I'm gonna fuck you so hard later. Feeling creeped out. I turned back and his expression changed from surprise to embarrassed. Turned out he thought I was his wife. I'm not even a woman. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a I minute. I wonder if his woman looked masculine and if this dude just looked feminine. Because, you know, some pixie cuts from behind <laughs> a white woman would easily look like. Yeah. Not, not even a, like not a black woman, but a white woman would easily look like a white dude with a smaller head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Whoa, plot twist. That I wasn't expecting that ending. He, <laughs> wow. If you talk about embarrassed, you didn't whisper dirty things into a man. <laughs> oh, that's got to be traumatic. <laughs> I would think. Damn. Jesus. Next. Her, look me in the eyes while you eat it. Then they got the tongue water emoji. Him, suck your stomach in. Comment, 
going to be down there looking like Wilson from Home Improvement looking over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking rude. The visual is uh is disrespectful. That's as so rude. <laughs> Damn. It's rude as fuck. In the same vein, you got to be real childish to be fine with putting a dick in your mouth but scared to let the same dude see your stomach. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> One, those are two very different things. People who have body image issues and like have issues with the way that they look, that's a lot more. That's a lot more difficult to them. You having your dick out is not the same as her having her rolls out. But look at it from the perspective of a dude that posts money in his profile pictures. <sighs> Post it from his perspective. He don't goddamn know none of that shit. No, he he can't compartmentalize things. <laughs> he he com- he puts them all in this one little box of all things that's the same. Like it's like his brain is the equivalent to one of them little little toy games that kids have, <laughs> where it got the shape in it and it's a block, and you can only put the block just in that. He do that, yeah. <laughs> but and that's as that's as complex as his brain gets. Oh my God! Look, no more complex than we that. went out to eat, and I was going through my Facebook dating, and came across the dude. I was like, "Okay, you look all right." Scroll down, money picture. Listen, and probably the people that listen to this show are not going to be people that post money pictures, so this ain't going to help y'all, niggas. Listen, this not attractive. Like, I guess to maybe some hood bitches, maybe, but to like regular women, this not attractive. First of all. You done went and either took, you either can't get a bank account and you just cashed your check and got it everywhere. Or you took the time to go to the bank and get money out just to flash it. Either way, that ain't attractive. There's nothing attractive about that. I immediately clicked off of his page when I saw that money pictures. Immediately. It's not attractive. I don't know why y'all think it is. It, 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 it is to a very particular group of women. But to the rest of us, you just look dumb, nigga. Stop doing that. Jesus. Yeah, and if you're a woman, don't put a picture of a kid in your profile. <laughs> I don't. It don't matter if it's your nephew. It don't matter. I mean, it matters if it's your kid. It matters if it's a kid because you know it's crazy people out here. Why would you put your kid but, on a dating profile? Just I mean, say you have kids. You don't have to show the fucking kids. It's pedophiles out here who would date you simply because they want to get at your kid. And if you don't have your kid in your profile pictures. And you say in your profile that you have kids. Don't say mother of a king or no <laughs> shit like that. Don't do that. Don't do that either. Your child is not a king. He can't even dance. <laughs> he can't even dance. His uh, hand-eye coordination ain't there yet. <laughs> no, I mean, you some young people that can dance, but. It is, but most of them, Your yeah. kid probably can't. Probably not. All right. A lot of people don't know about politics because history teachers be football coaches. What? And this comes on the back end of when Donald Trump was impeached, a whole bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, impeached. Get this motherfucker out. And niggas who Google all became scholars. Well, impeachment doesn't mean that the president is going to be removed from office. The House first impeaches him, which is technically a legal term for saying that we should have an investigation and then the Senate investigates and then they vote to whether he should be removed or not. This is the same nigga that smoked blunts and post money pictures 
He just found that shit out, and now he telling everybody like I've been new this shit. But this come on the end of the, the impeachment because a lot of people was confused about what the hell it was. Yeah. Even even his base. Yeah. His base was is the most confused group of people about impeachment. They're dumb. If they impeach Donald Trump, it's gonna be a civil war. Yeah. Well, he got impeached, and they were sitting here like, "What? Wait, he, he's still in office." <laughs> hey, wait a minute, what the hell is impeachment? <laughs> that's like that's literally what the last week has been. It really has. So that that going to end of this. But yes, my coaches in high school. Let me tell you about my high school, Lynette High School. When when I was in when I was in the ninth grade, our uh, school district was so strapped for money. That they fired a whole bunch of teachers. Mm-hmm. But what firing teachers look like is that they get like a two year, two or three more years on their contract. Mm-hmm. And then in them years, you gone. We restructuring. So when a teacher know they finna be gone in two or three years, they start looking for a job today. Yeah. And so a whole bunch of our teachers started getting jobs from my freshman year moving on. And we start losing teachers. Mm-hmm. And so football coaches started replacing a lot of teachers positions. Like, I literally have, I had Coach Stearns for health. I had Coach Poole for social studies. Oh, no. I had Coach Carter for, I don't even remember, biology. I had. Ain't that a movie? Yeah. Okay. Coach, <laughs> Coach Carter, man, Coach he was Carter. so cool. He was a little short white dude who would be in class on Black Planet. <laughs> and, now, you know, this is like the 2001. Coach Carter. Like, Coach Carter, what do you know about Black Planet? He said, boy, black women love me. Oh. <laughs> All right, Coach. <laughs> it's so crazy and uh coach foster was anatomy we just played cards we played space in his class yes. my whole senior what year coach need to be teaching fucking anatomy i mean he knew what the fuck he was talking about Did he? i don't even know what his degree was in yes he just didn't give a fuck about number football he's like i gotta teach to, to coach so play cards <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he knew what the fuck he was talking because he'll be sitting over there not giving a fuck and then you know We'll be talking in class and he'll get up and just be like, no, man, the female just connecting shit. But I figure that's from football or yeah. talking to fucking um, physical therapists or something like I that. I seriously doubt he has a science degree. He probably don't, but he knew about the body. Maybe he like uh, Brian McKnight. Show you how that pussy Oh, work. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? How, where are you going with this? He'll show you how it all works. Oh, so that, starting from the inside out. That was the worst decision Brian <laughs> McKnight ever made. Oh, cringy. So cringy. <sighs> yeah, that was bad. That was terrible. But yeah, that was my school system. And because of that, I don't know shit. We play, why, the reason I know how to play space, because we play space in my house. I learned how to play space in school. Yeah, man. <laughs> And we used to play a lot, which is why I can play. <laughs> I don't even like it, which is why I don't play. And everybody's always like, you can play. Why won't you get on the table? I don't like to play. I'm just good at it. <laughs> it's not something I enjoy doing now. Uh, so I had this thing, like, and I don't know, it, it happens every now and then, but I clear my throat a lot. Mm-hmm. And my coach, Coach Stearns, could not stand it when I was in class. I would clear my throat he'll say do you need to go get some water <laughs> and i'd be like no i'm okay and then i do it again and he said you need to go get some water <laughs> and i'll go get some water and come back and i'll still be doing it and he'll just he'll be reading whatever he reading and he'll do that not move anything at all but his <laughs> eyes look up at me directly <laughs> and then look back down <laughs> 
no. It's like, I, man, I wish I had the confidence back then to say the shit that I would say today. Man, I'd be a whole, di- I don't know, my life would be all different, whole different place. <laughs> Next one. If we're going on a date and you don't offer to pay for babysitting plus a to-go box meal for my child, we are not going. <laughs> what? Her follow-up comment, watching my baby daddy or I have to come out of our own pocket when you're the one asking me out. The whole date should already be planned out, including all extra fees. <laughs> that bitch is crazy. Wait. <laughs> the fact that she used the word fees means that she got a private Snapchat. <laughs> At least. She probably got a freaky Twitter. Wait a minute. You expect this man to pay for a babysitter for your kids and also buy extra food on the date to send home to your fucking child on a date? You are out of your mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> are there women who think this way? Is this a real thing? I guess so. What you mean? Why should you and your baby dad? Cause yes, your fucking child. This nigga that just met you in Walmart ain't got no responsibility to that kid at home. He asked you out. If you say yes, it's your responsibility to make arrangements for baby's kids. The fuck? People, ugh, Jesus, Lord, the entitlement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even want to respond to it. It's preposterous. <laughs> it's dumb. She like she backwards. Her brain backwards or something. Next. Some baby on this plane is singing the ABC is all out of order and a guy just shot a Yes Girl remix. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. I can hear somebody doing that shit. He'll be a (laughs) flamboyant gay dude. Yep. Last one. Girlfriend tryouts. Bring a sundress, a pair of leggings, a meal you prepare, and two most recent pay stubs. <laughs> Leave them lashes at home. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm really conflicted at where men at right, are, are at right now in terms of this kind of dialogue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like men want the aesthetic of women but then when they see Lizzo you know do what she did they say oh aesthetic don't matter this would be offensive if Rihanna did it just as if Lizzo do it they are full of shit and then they want you know to be depended upon as providers but then they say shit like bring your bring two most recent pay stubs then they want you to be made up but say leave the but lashes. But then they at say home. shit like leave them lashes at home. Like I don't know what the fuck dudes want. They don't know neither. And I just mean that group of dudes. Yeah. Like it's a group of dudes who live by those expectations and live by misogyny and sexism. They live by that shit. I don't live by that shit. But it's a lot of dudes who live by that shit. So it's like dudes are in such a very confused place of not wanting to accept the independence that women have attained and uh desiring how it used to be it's like they want it to be how it used to be but they can't accept how it is now and so they in a weird place of telling you you need to be dependent but also telling you you need to be independent they can suck a dick 
That's what they. I don't know. I'm confused, man. Niggas is tripping. Making it hard out here for everybody. Hell no. But that being said, that's all the viral posts. If y'all got some um, comments, you have a question. I'll let your boy. If you have a question or a comment about the viral post or anything else, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Car Artists, and send it to us that way. I'm going to start out. Let me just get this out of the way because I really don't even want to talk. Because I feel like you have to consider the source with shit, you know. And I do consider the source with this. But I still feel like I need to speak on it. Lil Boosie came out to say something about Juice World. He blames Juice World's death on the pilot, alleges he was the one who snitched to the feds. And this is what is wrong with hip-hop culture. Part of what's wrong with hip-hop culture. This idea that he ain't responsible for deciding to take a bunch of fucking Percocet trying to cover up this shit. He not responsible for bringing Percocet and guns on the plane. He's not responsible for any of that. No, no. The pilot who called down and was like, yo, it's some fucked up shit going on in this plane. He responsible for Juice World making a decision to down a bunch of fucking Percocet. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? But again, you have to consider the source and it's Boosie. Uh, he said, I would beat that fucking pilot ass. Somebody need to beat that fucking pilot ass. And angry Boosie said, the one who told people they had fucking guns on the plane sir he shouldn't have had guns on the plane <laughs> like, like what he they shouldn't have had the pounds of marijuana the pills the guns that shouldn't have been something they did but he did it and instead of him just saying okay shit they got us he decided to pop a bunch of perks and he died how are you gonna blame that on the pilot but it's boosie again you have to consider the source <laughs> But I saw that shit and I was like, really? And this is why drug culture is still so prevalent with our kids and shit because we push this narrative um, about it being like, it's fucked up, okay? Juice World made a very bad decision. Very bad. From the moment he decided to transport the drugs on the plane. And they must have been talking about how the fuck did the pilot even know about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, they had to be on the plane talking about it for the pilot to be able to call down before they even landed and say, hey, there's some shit on this plane. I don't know. I, I talked to somebody and it was like, I guess the pilot maybe were looking out for their safety, but then I was like, the whole flight has completed. They clearly weren't intent on causing no trouble for the flight. You know, and I'm not definitely not saying that it's okay that they had that stuff. That is a separate issue than somebody, unless they made that call at the very beginning of that flight because they were worried and they wanted to make sure that if anything was going to happen after they landed, that they was protected, you know, but it's a reason that airport security is so goddamn harsh and intense. You know what I'm saying? On making sure ain't shit going on. And that's probably a reason why a lot of people choose to fly private jets instead of commercial airlines because they can do shit like this. And imagine how many people get away with shit like this. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I don't know. You're right. Whatever, whoever let them know that this was going to, maybe the whole, maybe the 70 pounds of weed, I don't know. Do a vacuum seal really, really keep that fragrance from coming out? I mean, it could. You put it vacuum sealed it, and usually people put shit like that in duffel bags and stuff. I really feel like them niggas was on the plane talking about who they was going, how they was going to distribute it. They were having a conversation because I just don't know if you got past airport security, even with a private jet, there's still some shit you have to, and you got it on the plane. Shut the fuck up. Like the pilot shouldn't have even known. There's no way that the pilot would have known other to me, other than them talking and the pilot overhearing that shit and hearing, Oh, they got guns and, and, and this shit. How else would they have known? But to go along with your dialogue, the gap between the gap between how much people like Boosie blame this shit on the other people versus saying, but also this shit shouldn't have been going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I wouldn't expect nobody in that world to say that shit. I mean, they clearly in a world of privilege and they pay people to get away with shit and I mean they, they had a privilege to be able to they had a luxury to have that that thought. But these old had Boosie Boosie has I mean he done been in prison, but Boosie done lived his life. Do you folk do you rappers that's dying? Our young rappers. Juice World was twenty one. You know what I'm saying? And what was the little boy XX XXX and Tasha Young. All of it, these are young fucking kids dying. These are young rappers. These ain't your old heads that are that are getting killed or doing dumb shit and dying. It's these little young rappers. So like, miss me with all of that, Boosie. Get the fuck out of here. Juice World, rest in peace. Made a bad decision. He ain't want to take them charges, so he thinking he can just. I don't know what his. <laughs> I guess he thought he was just gonna swallow the perk and be fine and get away with the shit, like. Perkins said it's strong, can't do that. But to not, no no personal responsibility whatsoever, it's like, all right, okay, Boosie. Yeah, it's the pilot fault. The fuck? You making money, why are you out here doing dope boy shit? <laughs> like, you still out here doing shit niggas in the hood doing that, that have to do it for survival purposes. You just doing it because you still think it's fucking cool. He ain't had to do that. You're a juice world making money. That doesn't even this dumb to me. It's dumb. You doing dope boy shit when you don't have to do dope boy shit just because dope boy shit is supposed to be cool. It's dumb. It's dumb. But again, you got to consider the source. I mean, it's boosted, so can't expect much better from him. Okay, so did we talk about what's going on with Gabrielle Union? We break. We well, I think we did. I don't it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle Union got uh, put off of um, America's Got Talent for um, her hair being too black and a bunch of other bullshit. Hair being too black, black, basically, and uh, but that's not what this is about. This is about the the same organization. Who go, runs America's Got Talent? I can't find the name right now. Um, was uh, I don't know if it's a head of or whatever, but they got something to do with the series American Gods, okay. in which Orlando Jones has been put off of that show regarding racial 
components. And uh, Gabrielle Union came out, Orlando Jones done came out, and now SAG-AFTRA, which is the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, which my brother is a part of, so he I know about that organization. That's basically the union organization out in California for actors. So if you got go out in California right now, because you're a non-union worker, it's only certain jobs you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you become a union worker, there are now jobs that are not accessible to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they basically got a union where the union has said you can have this stuff if you're a union member because mm-hmm. you pay union dues and all that stuff. So it keep the keep the guild active. Versus you can't do stuff outside of that because you know your union we we have provided this stuff for you that's what union is supposed to do mm-hmm. it protects you from getting screwed over like the union is the thing that says that once you do a job you have to get paid within four weeks mm-hmm. you know because like all these big big studios it'll be easy for them to just like not pay people shit mm-hmm. you know and i imagine that this union came up because at some point in the history there had to be a problem with getting paid in a timely manner mm-hmm. so they're investigating these organizations but i wanted to talk about the orlando jones situation this time um he's on a a show called american gods in which they he plays a character called mr nancy and i don't watch this series but i watched the first episode and in the first episode it showed him being on the slave ship with all the slaves and he just had this long monologue about how and he's supposed to be a god, right? So yeah. he ain't really there, I guess. But like, I guess they kind of like reenacting if this god was there talking to these people, and they was pretty much talking about, um, you know, I saw that. I did it's a woke that. message, basically. Yeah, I tried to watch that and I couldn't. I did get the first episode. So apparently, uh, Charles Eagley has been running this show in terms of who can and can't be on it. And this is what Orlando said, said, or Jones said about him. Culture vulture white guy is running around with Black Panther t-shirt on, talking like you black, acting like you black, thinking you blacker than black people. You're playing that whole game, which is the only reason you will run your ass around and say something as crazy as Mr. Nancy's bad for black America. And clearly there's nobody around to correct you. So this is like the producer of the show. Like this dude is putting money into the show. He's kind of like writes for the show, I think. Mm -hmm. And so he's out here saying that this, these things are a problem. Um, He said, uh, so Mr. Nancy is, um, based on the African God of Nancy and Jones portrayed him as someone who gets things done. Uh, a dynamic that some saw as problematic. When it comes to Eagley, Jones had plenty of raw perspectives to share on the Clay Kane show about the showrunner, a wigger. Uh, and he is a 60-year-old white man who wants to be in sync with black people. And so oh, Jones geez. continued to say he wears Stay Woke hats and Black Panther t-shirts and sunglasses Dresses like old school Run DMC type of deal. Oh Look at the pictures. God. He's white, but it's one of those white guys who talks like a black guy. Um, I don't have anybody who's uh, a problems with anybody who's a fan of the culture, but that doesn't make you black. So it's, I don't know, like my brother is acting out in Hollywood and let me tell you what he's played. In his first role, he played, one of his first roles, he played a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. When his second role, he played a drug dealer. 
In one of his third roles, he played a snitch slash reform drug dealer who snitched on the new drug dealer. He's played a security guard. He's played an athlete. Like, he's playing, like, that stereotypical black, black shit, shit yeah. all out there. You know? And so it just plays into the dynamic in Hollywood where we know why black movies exist. <clears throat> you know, it's like if a movie got too many black people in it, it's a black movie. Mm-hmm. It's like black people can't give the be given the benefit of the doubt and they can't be we can't be disconnected from our culture. You know, it's like for for him to say something like it's bad for black culture. Who are you to speak on what's bad for black? Well, not culture? even why why is that a thing you can even say? Like what would be bad for white culture? You know, how come there is a measure of what can be good or bad for black culture, but it ain't no measure for what can be good or bad for white culture? And I it go back to that dynamic where as a culture, we've been under the microscope together. We've been enslaved together. We've been in Jim Crow together, through civil rights together. We've done all of this stuff together. So they look at us as a single unit. Like they don't look at us as individuals, but white people have the luxury of having never been scrutinized to the level that we have so that they get to actually exist and perceive themselves as individual as to where when we hear somebody that did something crazy on the news. We all hope Ooh, they ain't black. Please don't let them be black. And so I I really hope that they really investigate because the reality is these are white people investigating a white person. He's going to sit in a room with his money and say, well, you know, they say it's about race, but really we wanted to go in a different direction with the show. Because blah, 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 blah. And they're going to be like, oh, oh, it was about a different direction. Oh, I get it. They're not going to look at the nuance that makes this dynamic problematic for black people. But I just wanted to say that, man, if you if you know Orlando Jones from more than uh, pictures of him looking like Solange um, and the memes that go around with him in that regard, then this is where he what he's doing now. Getting kicked off a show and salty about it, as he should be, I think. Have you seen this? I have seen that. <sighs> Kim Kardashian. Man, I thought that was goddamn... Um, Diane Carroll? No. Really, when I saw it, I thought that... I thought it was... Uh, what's that? I can't think of a name right now. She crazy. Crazy singer. She always be doing crazy shit. <laughs> she went to that party and she said Russell Crowe spit in her face. Azalea Banks? Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was her. I don't know why you thought it was her either. Her face just looked weird. So, can we- I just... I don't know. I just... I. It, I until I didn't even read the thing. I just saw the picture. I can tell you this. I did not think it was no goddamn Kim Kardashian. Nope. So what we're talking about? Now that you said Diane Carroll, it make more sense. Yeah. Anyway, the hair is what. So and now I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna get to that. So what we're talking about is a picture of Kim Kardashian. She did a photo shoot. What? What a fucking. Uh, Seven Hollywood magazine. And in the pictures, she looks noticeably darker. Now, of course, our publicist came out talking all of this shit about how she Armenian. And yes, Armenian people do have more tan skin than just regular white. They do. Not to the, the depth of what she shows in this fucking picture. Not to mention, it's not just 
the color of her skin which is darker than kiss my ass that you're not gonna tell me that's just lighting they're saying it's just lighting and the fact that she's armenian the hair that hairstyle which is why i said diane carroll that old school hairstyle that like diane carroll or like um who else the actresses and and singer and you know singers from that era wore her hair is like that so the whole concept to me comes across as black not just the fact that you darken her skin the hairstyle itself does and it's probably and i just i'm tired of talking about the kardashians because they just do problematic shit all the time they problematic they're just fucking problematic they are and if you disagree then i mean i don't know what to tell you i guess you can feel that way and this is not me hating i don't want to be a kardashian i can assure you i do not want to be a kardashian walking around with a diaper booty okay i don't i have no desire if i was gonna be somebody if i could wake up and be somebody famous it would not be fucking kim kardashian maybe beyonce Beyonce had to work too hard. I want to be somebody that don't have. She do all them shows and shit. I want to be somebody that's rich but don't really do a lot. Oprah. <sighs> Oprah. I could be Oprah. But Kim Kardashian would not be on the fucking list. So this is not hate. This is not, you know, that at all. It's just all, why y'all got. You and your sisters continuously do problematic shit where we have to have these conversations all the fucking time. Just be Arminian. Why do y'all have. <laughs> Everybody, what did uh, Paul Mooney say? Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. Mm -hmm. You like our culture. You think we're cool, but you don't give a fuck about how we're treated, how the world looks at us. You don't, you know. And please miss me with the Kim Kardashian has been working to get people for release. I, I just, I want to care that she's done that, but I just can't because of shit like this. That does not wipe away that this is problematic. The fact that she didn't got a couple of people out of prison. No, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. This is still problematic. That doesn't one hand doesn't wash the other. That's not how that fucking works in this case. She looks dumb. And you're not gonna tell me that that was not supposed to be Diane Carroll esque. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. The hair again. If she had had her hair long the way she normally wears it, that straight black hair, it would be a very different look than this Diane Carroll hair she got going on in this goddamn picture. I'm sick of them. And you know what? I I was reading and people was like, it's the lighting. Bitch, my eyes work. <laughs> that ain't no goddamn lighting. Now, it very well could be post-editing to where they made her look darker. And Even still, that is purposeful. You did that on purpose maybe maybe it was an overzealous editor that those pictures came out i mean it's kind of like nobody look at them before they released them though. no you know all them times where um lupita nyong'o they had added hair to her head in one of those pictures before <laughs> it came out because they didn't like her her shortcut and i think maybe serena one time had some um they cleared up some stuff on her skin that she didn't want them to have. Like a lot of people get them, get their finals or when it's actually published and it looked different. So I ain't trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I don't want to remove the responsibility of people who are actually seeing the final edits of this shit. Because like if, if a nigga like me 
was in the editing room and you bought that picture to me, I'd been like, why, why fuck she so dark? Like, why she look black? And he either going to say, well, she wanted it this way, or he going to say, well, I thought this looks more appealing. And I'm going to say, no, all that shit wrong. I don't care who. I don't really care where it come from, but like she going to get backlash from this. And the thing I don't understand is if they don't, they are really, like I know, really, I think white America, Armenians, who it seems, at least in this family, want to be, they want all the perks of white, but all the cool of black. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. I don't, I do think they are actually that oblivious. I think they are that oblivious to black culture that the shit they do over and over and over again, I don't think they think it's going to be a problem. Because I was going to say either they don't know or they don't care. And I really think that white America is this oblivious. We can, like, and I think they will always be this oblivious because I don't think white America as a whole is interested in really understanding the black dynamic. Like, you've got to date a black person or you've got to have a black person in your family or you got to spend a whole bunch of time with a black person to kind of understand some of these dynamics. Well, you know, people going to say, well, she's married to Kanye. Kanye? <laughs> I couldn't even search. I wanted to listen. I wanted to listen to Kanye's gospel album. I wanted to. But you know what? My my subconscious brain wouldn't let me type nothing in but Kanye <laughs> in the search bar, and I know I can't find him like that. No. I wasn't finna search his regular name, so I said, fuck it. <laughs> I, that's just my brain did that shit. My brain just decided to do that. Now, I'm gonna listen to it at some point, but I guess that's gonna be when Spotify put it on a spotlight and I can just click it, because I can't <laughs> type his name regular right now. So... But that's also the equivalent to I got a black friend, you know. It is. I I, I have black friends, or I, I date black men. Like it don't, or I'm married to an Asian person. Like it don't mean your ass ain't racist. Nope. It means you've done what white people do a lot is they pull a black person out of that shit. They be like, you're a good Asian person. You're a good black person. You know, they don't you're say different. Yeah, you're different. You don't act black. You don't act like them. You know, it's like instead of saying, and I say this on the podcast all the time, I'm gonna say this shit forever. Instead of saying to themselves, Wow, golly, after meeting this black person, my predispositions about black are so different than what I thought they were, I should change my perception of black. No. Black is always the negative constant, and they just pull you out of black and be like, you're not like that garbage. We're pulling you out of it. Yep. Or they also put white people in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let you be a white person that act too black. Be like, oh, you, you're acting like them. And they put you in that shit. Mm -hmm. You know? They never change their predispositions about white being good. If you just bad white, they take you out of white, and they never change their predispositions about black. If you good black, they just pull you out of black yep. and let black still be the same bad bullshit that they perceive it to be. Yep. And that is hard for a, a hard existence for a black person. But it is what it is. Fuck them Kardashians. I say it all the time. I'm going to continue to say it. Fuck them hoes. All right. All right. Um. So...
Um, D Wade, the dialogue about his son is still going on. Uh D Wade was on a show uh, on Showtime uh, or a Showtime podcast called All the Smoke. Um, Apparently, it's a Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson show. And he said that his son taught him about acceptance and maturity. And he said, you want to talk about strength and courage? My 12-year-old son's son has way more than I have. And he added, you can learn something from your kids. Man, I respect the fuck out of D-Wade. Um, the conversations that I have been in have been so deeply critical of D-Wade. I had a person say that D-Wade said that when his son was three, he knew that he was gay. And the conversation I was in, all of these guys were outraged because they say that D-Wade had brainwashed his son since three. But and you I believe was like, that you can know that you're straight as a young but, age. But, well, my dialogue was, okay, clearly, like, their take, like, you know, the theory of Occam's razor says that whatever the most simple solution is, is probably the correct one. Mm-hmm. That is the most far-fetched possibility. They think that D-Wade's son is gay because he brainwashed his son from three. Versus his son is 12 years old and has come into his sexuality and you retroactively look back to those years of three, four, five and say, oh, I recognize these behaviors and that's how you say I knew from three that he was gay. It's not like when he was three, D-Wade was out here saying, boy, you gay, you gay. That's what they were making it seem like. And it is baffling to me how deeply men contort themselves from reality in order to make sure that the image they have of the world or the vision that they want to have of the world still makes sense. Because it will fuck all of their worldview up to accept that it's possible to be born gay. It will fuck it up. Mm-hmm. It will fuck their worldview up. And they will do anything to preserve that shit. They will do anything to preserve this shit where women are submissive and men are dominating. That men are providers and that women depend on men to provide for them. That men are supposed to be out here going on sexual conquests and taking everything that they want because that's how they are. Like, this is their worldview. And they contort themselves to do that about that viral post that we talked about earlier. I just don't know where men are at. I know where the fuck I'm at because I'm a confident man that is willing to look at a woman as a human being, not as a fucking piece of equipment or property. I'm willing to put my ego and my pride to the side for the sake of somebody being able to have their own pride and ego i'm willing to share my thoughts with somebody that i value because i fucking value them and it's just irritating and i i just want to say i respect d-wade i respect d-wade because he is not fucking stepping down off of this dialogue and frankly i'm waiting for the day that he got to punch somebody in the face about his son (laughs) well and i said i've said this before he was not gonna win had he 
responded poorly to his son being gay then you would have had these group of people that was like he's homophobic and all of this shit then he responds positively and acceptingly and now he's brainwashing the kid and just ridiculousness um Cicely Tyson turned 95 this past week 95 she's still acting she's still out here active and shit at 90 her and Betty white gonna be the last two people on earth i'm convinced 95 would you want to live to 95 i don't know depends on how wealthy i am <laughs> i don't want to live i don't want to live too many years past my life expectancy if my fucking if my ass hurt so much stuff go wrong like i know always, i mean if i'm relatively healthy and i'm okay then i'll be all right with that but like i if i have to if i have to spend 20 years in and out of the hospital and shit i mean i don't want to die earlier because of that but like it ain't gonna be nothing i'm looking forward to yeah i mean that's such a long time to have that been. that's that's potentially 35 years that my meat couldn't get hard i mean damn what i'm supposed to do with that does wisdom compensate for that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like people be old and they just be like i'm just enjoying life honey be like how <laughs> how are you enjoying life i wish an old person would explain that shit to me because i mean what do you either accept that your meat don't work and figure out other ways to be fulfilled in life or you just sit around and just cry about your meat all day for the rest of your life like i think you just it's acceptance of what it is like once it's not working it don't work it is what it is what you gonna do anything you can do about it so find something else that's just what you Take have a to popsicle do. stick to it like they do a bird wing that is when not. that shit broke <laughs> <laughs> that'd be like taping a wet spaghetti noodle to a damn popsicle stick that shit won't work i hate you so much viagra clearly but you know at the, there's a point at which viagra is more risk than reward yeah because your blood i mean at that point your blood probably need to be pumping your heart because your heart already <laughs> you take all of it from your heart exactly dick and die <laughs> exactly like oh i can't breathe my chest and then you fucking dead you know <laughs> or you can did you you probably you don't know but there are there are strap-ons yeah i'm not gonna know about this <laughs> yeah there are strap-ons for men that have a hole in the in the middle of it so you put it over your meat and i guess it just extends your meat <laughs> yeah what? yeah i seen one in the in love stuff look How is that enjoyable when the last for time you? you've been to love stuff it's a long time when you go into love stuff and you look at like the strap-ons there are strap-ons for men that men put on that make their meat longer and it's a button that vibrates the tip because clearly you don't feel I was just the say. penetration. But like, I don't know. Maybe you get some stimulation from the vibration or something. That is... <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I ain't using one of those. <laughs> but if I was old and needed to stimulate a woman and just wanted the desire to stimulate a woman, I guess I could do that. But I feel like you get people... I feel like part of the reason why old people ain't out here like raising hell about not you be your body you could break a hip like your body is not meant anymore i don't feel like to even like it ain't even a thing i don't think they care 
I think at a certain point you stop caring because your body is so worn down. You had the same body. Since Lisa has been in that same body for 95 years. Them bones are 95 years old. Everything in that system is 95 years old. What do you know that you could keep for 95 years and it stay in good shape? Nothing. <laughs> well, a lot of shit that you take care of. What? If you keep a pair of joints in the box for 95 years, then the bitch but is going to be like you got them the first day. right. But you, as a human, you're not standing about. You out in these elements. You out moving around doing shit. Yeah, Your you body's exposed. You should have been exposed. more specific. You should have been what kind of shit that you can keep for 95 years that decomposes and <laughs> that that you can keep in good like shape. Like your body. My knees well, aching I mean, right now. But I <laughs> and I'm <know>. 35. <laughs> If she's been 65 in them years dropping it like it's hot, she's going to be more prepared to drop it like it's hot constantly than, you I know. I can't see Cicely Tyson drop it like it's hot. I ain't saying hot. her. I'm saying somebody who do it for a long time. She been doing something. I just feel like at a certain age, you don't give a fuck about that no more. Like I said, my knees and shit hurt now and I'm 35. 95? I just don't know. That's, That's a lot of ways. I'm okay with sixty more years. I feel like by that time, technology will be around. <laughs> where they, I feel like there gonna be some devices you can get in where it like it like connect to your sides and it make hip movements for you and shit like that. Like you ain't gotta do a lot of the work. You ain't gotta use a lot of your muscles. By then, I think you remember the episode of Rick and Morty where uh, they went to that other planet. It was basically the purge. Mm-hmm. episode with the cats and at oh, the and end they, they had on them suits, suits. <laughs> like i feel like by the time 60 years get here we should be able to have suits like that <laughs> to where it's like and i think it could be different levels of the suits where it's like not a full body suit but like what part of your body is weak like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you got one for your legs or you got one for your hips is it take the work out of what we got to do and we can just like i guess it I could be know. you know by the end we're gonna have like Penis implants, you know, like maybe people thought by the year two thousand we was gonna have flying cars. We ain't got that shit. We you get a remote control. Just press extendo. <laughs> you be like, got the clip with the extendo. <laughs> I got the meat with the extendo. I don't know. Ninety five just seems like it would be. She seems like her and Betty White out here still acting and shit. They still working. At the you know, Betty White is older than that. Betty White is like 97, 98. Is that how old Betty White is? She old. She's in her 90s. See how many specifically, but 97. She okay. I thought she was close to 100. She's been looking 97 since she was about 67. <laughs> like, that shit is just crazy. The 95, I just don't know. Like, I think I would be all right if I didn't live to be that long because. The oh, podcast yeah. oh. version of you is Betty White from Golden <laughs> Girls. <laughs> oh, no, not Rose. Oh, not Rose. She was the innocent one. I'm not. That's not. I'd rather be Dorothy. I'm actually more like I Dorothy. I guess you're more like Dorothy personality-wise, yeah. but like Betty White didn't date. Did she date any on that show? Like She I know dated a ton. She did? Oh, Dorothy was the one that never got dates. Betty oh. White dated a lot. She there was an episode where she dated this man who was uh impotent. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they had a whole episode around surrounding her, like figuring out what to do with this man that was impotent. <laughs> Should have got that popsicle stick. 
<laughs> Betty White dated a lot of the only person who did not date a lot was Dorothy, and that was like the running joke that she never got dates and nobody wanted to be with her. Damn, she's close to lost, close to a dude. It's the same. way they dressed her was terrible. Everybody else on that show looked cool, but she just looked like she let it happen. That must have went with her personality. No, because she played on a show called Maud before Golden Girl, where she was the hoe. She was uh, Blanche. If you can she imagine don't look that, like a, she I didn't know, look like the whole type. I know, but Let she played it. on Maud. What's her real name? B. Uh, B. Arthur. Dorothy from the Golden Girls. I think it's B. Arthur. Young. I need to see what she looked like. Young. Maud. She was like eh, maybe like mid. I see. I could see it when she was young. Is her name B. Arthur? Yeah. Okay. I could see it when she was young. I could see her being attractive. Uh, she was in like her forties, I think, in Maud. She was like, because I want to say Maud was before. It was a little before she like did Golden Girls because her characters on those two shows were so opposite. Her facial expression. Well, I uh, have displayed my lack of knowledge about Golden Girls. Yeah, Rose dated a lot, and yeah. it was hilarious. Um, another nineteen-year-old facing life in prison for killing her sex trafficker. The same way that what's her name, Santonia Brown. Yeah, this girl named Crystal Kaiser, and he looked like old fucking. <sighs> Crystal Kaiser is potentially facing life in prison for the murder of 34-year-old Randall Villar in June of 2018, who Kaiser says raped her at his home. Kaiser was 17 at the time of the murder and allegedly shot Vola twice in his head, set his home on fire, and then stole his luxury vehicle. <laughs> Kaiser allegedly confessed to killing Vola because she was reportedly tired of him repeatedly sexually assaulting her. She further alleged that he sold her to other men for sex, which is one of the reasons her attorney says she should be protected under the laws for sex trafficking victims. Villar had been arrested and released four months before his murder and was under investigation on, on child sex trafficking allegations. If you knew he was he was doing this and she killed him, I mean, I hope they saying she she's facing it because they got to have a trial. But they don't. I I just what <laughs> she killed her trafficker like boohoo. So the dynamic of this case is that they're saying that she was not being prosecuted when she killed him. So I don't. Do people know how trauma works? They don't care. Legal system don't care how trauma works. They just care about the legality of whatever your actions are. So I'm just trying to see the the nature of. So a person has something bad done to them at 17. If you go to the police and say this bad thing was done to me at 17, then maybe that person will get consequences. But if that person, if you kill that person at that age and not go to the police, then I don't, I mean, I understand why you wouldn't be able to retroactively apply, oh, they did this to me. So two years ago. So this is why I killed them. I don't think that's ever okay. I don't think that's ever going to be okay. I guess the, the dynamic here is that when he died, the authorities were already investigating him for child sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I think what will probably happen. I don't know. I don't know what should happen. Like Centoya Brown, she killed that man in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like she killed that man while she was getting raped, and they had all the evidence that they had to determine that. The reason that she got you know convicted is because she robbed him, and so I imagine they looking at it the same way because that girl took, his, took car. his car and was just luxury drive, just riding after she burnt this house down. You know, so I mean, I understand these charges because this would this look like premeditated murder. You know, it wasn't a moment where you did this. It literally, damn, I can't get over this trauma from two years ago. I'm gonna go kill this person. It, I understand, I understand it, but I want to advise her to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't think they're going to, considering all this shit, I don't think she's gonna get a lot of time if she get any. Um because her claims will be validated that she did go through this and the legal system didn't do a good enough job of stopping motherfuckers like him and allow her to go through that shit. So I don't know, but I don't think she's gonna get that much time. So, um, as we know, an indictment of police don't really mean much of shit, but the uh, former Fort Worth, Texas officer um, that killed a Tatiana Jefferson was indicted for murder. Just the one in Texas where she was in her own goddamn house and he's supposed to be doing a welfare check. Yep. Yep, that was him. Bitch. Now, anytime I see a police officer with a booty chin, I'm going to be I'm going to be paranoid. Because he got a whole booty, booty hole on his chin. <laughs> booty um, but he been indicted. We know that don't really mean shit, but it is what it is. Fuck him. That shit. I'm still upset about Fuck that. Fuck your bitch. Fuck your bitch. And again, my incident that happened at my apartment so reminded me of that. Like, I just, I don't even want to. Anyway. <laughs> um man sentenced to eight years in prison for fatally punching a man who tried to break into his daughter's restroom stall listen i see the problem i don't know why okay <laughs> back in august 2018 melvin harris iii from phoenix arizona was horrified when he learned that leon armstrong tried to break into the public restroom stall that harris's daughter was in a fight between the two men ensued and armstrong was ultimately killed now people reports that Harris has officially been sentenced to eight years of prison after pleading guilty to manslaughter. This is how the fight initially began. Harris was waiting in the parking lot of a local gas station for his daughter and her friends when Armstrong approached him and asked for money. Harris gave him money and Armstrong went back inside the gas station. As Harris' daughter returned to the car, she told her father that Armstrong tried to enter the locked re- women's restroom stall where she was uh, inside. Um, and he went and whooped his ass. Now, he was not intended to kill him. He got them lethal hands. Bop, bop. I still understand the charge. <laughs> Eight years, though. Listen. He didn't help anything. He didn't help anything. He didn't help shit. This man's still going to be out here to go to the next goddamn stall with a girl in it. And now your daughter don't have nobody to protect her from it because you couldn't control how you reacted in that moment. Oh, the dude dead. Oh, he that's right. Ain't nobody the else dead. The dude is dead. <laughs> Damn, because this is murder. Yes. Anyway, your daughter is not, she don't have you now. And this is what I always talk about when it comes to those cases where, because if you go on like, 
everybody listening, if you go to your local website and find a case about a pedophile and you read the comments, it's a whole bunch of men saying, well, I would have killed them. I would have killed them. I would have killed them. And I'm like, you do know that you, you would go to jail for that. You do know that the desire you had to protect your daughter, you would lose that because you're going to be removed from her life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because he didn't, he didn't beat this man to a pulp thinking that he wasn't going to, he would get away with it if he died. He wasn't even probably thinking about him that That's what I'm saying. He literally couldn't control himself. You, here's what, so it's bad enough that the man did this, but you, I see you outside the gas station. You come up to me begging for some change or whatever. I give you money. Then the next thing I find out is that after I gave you money, trying to be a good citizen or whatever you went in and tried to bust in on my daughter in the bathroom like he probably it was probably insult to injury i just gave this nigga money and this is what he went in the store and did it don't change it doesn't change he eight years he does to his life because of that like this is why we need to learn how to control and manage our anger because it's gonna be a moment where you have a lapse in judgment and you go overboard and maybe he'll live and maybe if he lived, the courts will understand. But once you kill a motherfucker, you've lost all control in the narrative. And you black. So you you got a worse narrative. You know, you can't do nothing to fix that. So I understand the charges, just like I understand the charges for that girl. Uh, because there was a moment where both of them could have not done that shit. Like, I don't know how... In the other case, I don't know how frequently that dude... I don't know how he was assaulting her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was he was calling her, she was coming over there, or if he was sending people to pick her up. I don't know how she continued to be in in um his vicinity, you know, to at some point say, I'm going to kill him, burn his house down, take his car. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't do it in that moment, the courts, that ain't that's not going to be justified. But he did do it in the moment. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because she was at the car safe he was goddamn in the car yes his feelings were hurt yes he was upset that it was a dude that would do that to his daughter but he could have called the police he could have left and made sure that his daughter don't go in the gas station by herself no more like if he really gonna be absent and not do but this didn't change shit and the way the courts look at it is that was premeditated how was that premeditated it probably weren't premeditated once he got his hands on him he probably lost control but he decided i'm going to go and fuck this dude up but i mean he at in the moment that his daughter told because he wasn't in the store to see it so when she told him that that's when he lost control it don't know i don't think he was sitting in the car like I should go in there and whoop this nigga ass. Yeah, like I think it probably wasn't immediate. Like, who was well, it? Him? How, the way they define premeditated means that the steps you took to get to that person that could have been avoided means that this was a decision that you made. You know, and maybe they can argue like a crime of passion. Maybe they tried to argue a crime of passion. He didn't get premeditated. He got manslaughter. If he got manslaughter, then they wouldn't let him have no fucking. Well, manslaughter gotta come. Manslaughter come with. Does not come with premeditation. It don't come with premeditation. No. I've seen cases where they've looked at they looked at premeditation based on your ability to have left the situation. Not necessarily sitting down and to coming me, with that a plan ain't pre- about it. Premeditation to me is planning it out. And it's saying I can see more premeditation in the first case with the girl than I can with this dad who just responded to his daughter saying that somebody just tried to bust in on her in the bathroom. There wasn't enough time for premeditation to meet in that 
But I, like I said, I've seen cases like that. But also, when you're black in the court system, you can't control the narrative anyway. Yeah, you're they gave him manslaughter. The they so didn't well. give him murder. Because for murder, you have to prove premeditation, and there wasn't any in this case. So they got him on manslaughter. That's why he only got eight years. It would have been a lot more if he, they did murder. So. Yeah. Um. R. Kelly's ex-tour manager admits he obtained forged ID so 15-year-old Aaliyah could marry the singer. This nigga named Demetrius Smith. But anyway, um, that is just what I wanted to mention. I know we brought up the possibility before, but now they got somebody that said that shit. Next thing. Um, another thing that's been in dialogue lately is Oprah. Have you been reading about what's going on with Oprah? Mm-mm. The game made a post. 50 Cent made a post because Oprah announced that she was releasing a documentary on Russell Simmons and the Me Too accusations on him. And so the dialogue has turned into why does Oprah continue shining a high beam on black men in these situations like why is she not doing a jeffrey epstein documentary why is she not doing a harvey weinstein documentary like why is oprah doing this to black men only like if she's such a strong advocate for the black community why is she doing this and and more so especially in a case with Russell Simmons, where it's really right now he say versus she say yeah he hadn't really been convicted Mm -hmm. he just you know, it's just kind of like maybe a misunderstanding if he's right or just a, a actual assault if she's right. But she is no answer to that. So I think everybody is wondering, like, why is she making that move at this point? So a part of me is one in agreement in agreement but like it's like five harvey weinstein documentaries so it's like it's not that there aren't ones out for harvey weinstein and 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 then not only that but that that tail ends the michael jackson thing too it's like she did this report on michael jackson it was wrong she they they canned it Mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna say it was wrong but it was questionable enough for her to can it and then hit russell williams up so the game and 50 cent basically made posts a certain that and so she been in the dialogue lately so a part of me thinks that okay she's just going case by case and these are just the cases that's laid out in front right now you know or maybe she got a relationship with harvey weinstein or jeffrey epstein or whatever and she's just going with people that she don't have that deep level connection with maybe that's that's out here i mean it ain't like it's a whole bunch of these motherfuckers it's not a lot you know what I'm saying? Not a lot that we know about. Yeah, it's not a lot that we know about. So it's not like an epidemic. Like men trying to make it seem like Me Too is an epidemic and all men are just being, you know, targeted for that shit. But it's literally only five or six celebrities you can fucking name that done got some Me Too shit going on. Kevin Spacey don't count because uh, Me Too is a women-specific movement. Um, even though I know men have been through that shit, but this is not who you're talking about when you're talking about me too. But it's just not that many people who have gone through this shit for it to be an epidemic, more so than just acknowledging that these men might be fucking problematic. Mm-hmm. But the other side of me says that as black people, what do we want? 
do we just do we want because black if white people did it we would be mad at it mm -hmm. because they ain't gonna do it right and it's gonna have such a harsh more criminalized overtone to it so are we saying that we don't want black people to call out anybody either so do we just literally not want any body to do documentaries on anybody black if they say they're black like at what point who is holding black people accountable for shit that they may have done who is holding black people accountable and exposing black people for the nonsense because if you're a black person and you do it black people are gonna be mad at you mm -hmm. you're a white person and you do it white are black people gonna be mad at you so is it more so like a mechanism by which black people don't want to be held accountable for anything what you think i don't know because this was the argument for also R. Kelly. Like when R. Kelly, why they ain't doing Harvey Weinstein? Why they ain't doing this? Why they doing this to R. Kelly? That was one of the. So I think for some people, maybe you know, black culture had we we have this. This you don't talk about stuff in mixed company thing going on, where you have all these family secrets, these horrific secrets that we all just kind of expect everybody to know about and just never discuss. And I think maybe sometimes that bleeds over into us as a culture instead of just individual families, you know, because we'll have, we'll have pedophiles in our family. And again, don't nobody talk about it, but it'll be, is she, are they in there with them kids in there with Jeff? Get them kids out of there. We all know they don't need to be around Jeff. Nobody does anything about Jeff though. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to tell nobody about it. We're not going to do anything. We're going to just, you know, kind of keep the kids away from Jeff because Jeff is problematic. Um, and it's just a fam known thing in the family. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's the cultural version of that. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Um, I just do wish that there were more clear-cut problematic people that she was going after rather than... Uh, using hearsay um to do so i'm not saying that he didn't do it but there is not enough concrete evidence to determine that he did it to the point that we should have faith that this will be objective yeah. i mean it very well could be a girl just telling her own specific version of the story that she recall and it not be a reflection and nothing gets done about this at the end i don't know Um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have any more stories. You don't have any more stories. Or do not. Let's see. Is there anything else? Um, Childish Gambino is uh, endorsing Andrew Yang. Daylight. And they supposed to come out with like a limited campaign. Um. You know what is it memorabilia that ain't the right word but clothes and hats and shirts and shit shots again being supposed to help with this shit mm -hmm. um they had a debate the other day but i ain't give a fuck about it so i ain't watch it ain't no more people of color on the scene except mm -hmm. andrew yang um but uh i guess i guess we need to mention this that donald trump was impeached and and as I indicated at the beginning of the show, don't mean he's going to be removed from the office. Yep. As a matter of fact, the Senate is trying to remove him very swiftly. Uh, but, man, it's like the spin that Republicans be trying to put on shit is so irrational. 
what they trying to say is because he was impeached and i mean impeachment has only happened to three people in history right mm -hmm. um nixon was about to be impeached but he was like i'm out andrew jackson was impeached bill clinton was impeached and donald trump has been impeached um I lost my fucking train of thought. What did I say before that? I don't know. I don't know where oh, you were going. So I'm saying this is new territory. Okay. All right. So what the House Republicans, not House Republicans, but the Senate Republicans are saying, and just general Republican talking points, and now it's heading to his base, is that because the president was impeached, it means that his first term of presidency is invalid which means that he can run for two more terms no, of his presidency. No. That's what they're saying. Look, no. <laughs> bro, this is people in the government saying this shit. <sighs> like, these people are, I don't want to say they're stupid. They are just like Donald Trump. They are smart at being criminals. <laughs> they are smart at being manipulative. That is not They are how smart at maintaining power. They are smart at swaying the masses. They are smart at maintaining and keeping up with their bases they are smart at at doing those things and the fucked up part is that they do those things by any fucking means that's the fucked up part but anyway that's all i'm going into about donald trump okay um but that being said we are at an hour and 52 minutes i mean we could we got eight more minutes technically to just Shoot the shit if you want to. I you got something on your mind? I don't really what have. What you watching lately? I know you don't watch shit when it's popular, but what you be watching? I wa I started watching this show called The Witcher oh, on Netflix. You finna watch it before it take off? Yeah. It might not take off. Yeah, I don't think it will. It's based on a game, which the game sounds You gotta tell me about it. The, the Witcher 3? The game sounds like... The Witcher is a good game, great game. PC game though, right? No, it's on the Xbox. I need to get that. You need to get The Witcher. Uh, cause the storyline is interesting. The acting isn't that great. I wasn't. I've watched three or four episodes because I'm trying to see what the connection is between him and the little girl from the kingdom that was overthrown. But um, it's okay. Uh, you like The Witcher because you like them. Uh, I like the kind of that setting, medieval divinity type the, uh, Diablo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you like The Witcher. I didn't know it was on Xbox. Now I gotta go home and download it. Um, I thought it was just a PC game, but I I started watching that. It's a, in its first season on Netflix. Eh, it's okay. You know, I like the gods, goddesses, like that whole kind of era, witches and sorcery and all of that. Um. So I thought I would like it. I watched the three episodes and I just, it didn't capture me. It didn't capture me. Um, So I don't know that it's going to take off. I mean, for the people that play the game, seeing it, you know, I guess would be kind of cool. But like, I haven't played the game. So I'm just coming at it as somebody that likes to watch TV shows. And eh, it was okay. Those three episodes that I watched, like I said, I haven't finished it and I don't know that I will. So, I'm about to try to uh, finish this first season of The Watchmen. Mm. Um, man, apparently, like my my TV group, they good with not doing spoilers, but they put shit like The Watchmen episode after episode. Damn, you know. So it's like I want to see what they're talking about. 
it's weird to some people, so I may not like it. Uh, the first episode was cool, and the second one was I fell asleep. So I'm going to try to watch it again. I think I was just really tired. But um, I did not grow up with access to comics. Mm-hmm. And hence, if I did, I don't think we would be able to have afforded them. We didn't grow up in no big city. We I don't know where we could I could have got comics from back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm catching up with my comics now, mm-hmm. but only not through reading them, but through watching videos of people. And there's this this story that's been coming out for two whole years about the it's called Doomsday Clock. Mm-hmm. Man, I I just don't want to give no spoilers, but I I it's a it's a three hour video of this dude going through like it's three hours because he released them in like this series the series started out coming out monthly and then they started doing it bi-monthly and then they started doing it quarterly mm-hmm. so that's why it took for two years for all of them to come out but every time one come out he do like a 20 25 minute video on it so he just put them all together mm. in one video so it's all of them together and so doomsday clock so i i don't know if you know what the watchman but um the main bad guy. So Watchmen takes place in a world where heroes kind of, uh, I mean, it's a mix between vigilantes and heroes. I mean, heroes do exist where they have powers, but a lot of people who are capable are just kind of like vigilantes. Like, it's like more Batmans than anything in What's the world. What's the dude with the, it look like a sock over his this face is, and this it is Rorschach. black Rorschach. Yes. This is Rorschach. Mm-hmm. So, and it's based off of Rorschach. That makes sense. Yeah, it's based on <laughs> his mask when you see it is it like changes two sides. Into, yeah. It changes, but the, both of the sides are always the same. Yeah. Because they change it. And it was a good ass moment in the Watchmen movie. Have you seen the Watchmen? That's why I know who Rorschach is. So it's a good, <laughs> and I like that dude that played him. He played on a show called Human Target, and he was that. That was a good ass show. Human Target it had two seasons. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing show. The direction just went in a place after second season that people didn't really fool with it. The second season mm-hmm. they didn't want to renew. But that moment where he was in prison and people was fucking with him, they was in the lunchroom, and he was like. Uh, we need to get one thing straight, everybody. I'm not stuck in here with you. Y'all stuck in here with me. And then he, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that was the moment. Like that's one of my favorite movie moments. Uh, now in the TV show, a lot of people are mad because they pretty much made Rorschach racist and oh. white supremacist. Rorschach, I, 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 I don't know. If you watch and Watchmen, I might be off. But the way the show is starting. Rorschach does not seem to be a person. He seems to be a, it seems to be a movement. It seems to be a group of people wear these masks Mm. for this thing. But if you go back to the original Watchmen, like Watchmen was a whole really political Uh statement. And Rorschach was, he might likely have been a white supremacist really. So they might be taking his role really literal, but the people that's criticizing Watchmen are like, you know, why the fuck are they making this so political and why is this got race in it? But like that's literally what the motherfucker wrote that shit for to be a political component. Um, but anyway, Doomsday Clock is telling the story of what happened. So Ozymandias, which is the main like 
the smartest, most intelligent person in the Watchmen universe. Mm -hmm. He's the one that came up with the whole plan. If you know Watchmen, Watchmen was about him creating this major event where a lot of humans died because he thought that's how you was going to save humanity from, from itself. Is you were going to make this whole event happen and you were going to save humanity. Mm -hmm. And he, and that's what happened in the Watchmen. Doomsday Clock basically picks up to tell you what happened. For seven years, that shit worked. Mm -hmm. His plan worked. Humanity was amazing. But Rorschach's journal had disclosed everything that Ozymandias did to make it happen. So when everybody found out that Ozymandias actually put this shit together, it made humanity worse. So where the plan worked, it was not sustainable because it was somebody out there who was more about the truth than they were about the results of the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it basically picks up with telling the story of what Mr. Manhattan goes on to do after this. And it's a good ass fucking story. I will advise anybody to, um, damn, what's the comic dude name I be listening to? This nigga got a smooth ass fucking radio voice. Hold on. Let me go find it. But he just put together all of the series of of this um he put together all of the um Tony issues Baker. all of the comic issues new now this is a different this is like he he just he just a super duper nerd oh my god so i went to my history so i gave my little cousin a a, a, a youtube or not a fuck what my words going a uh, tablet mm -hmm. and he's logged into my YouTube mm -hmm. and my history have all the shit he be going to in it. Some of this shit be so inappropriate. I be calling my cousin and being like, one, why the fuck he like dinosaurs so fucking much? <laughs> this nigga love dinosaurs, but he love horror film shit. This boy is like three or four years old. That's weird. And I'm like, you need to stop him from watching all this bullshit. Yeah, that's weird. Bruh. And he just watched video after video. He let watch 500 20-minute videos. Man, I feel like a dummy because I can't find the shit. <laughs> um, let me just put... I'm sorry for rambling on because I have rambled on for the whole eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doomsday Clock. Did it, did it, did it, did. Comics Explained. Go find Comics Explained, DC Comics, Doomsday Clock, full story. It's three hours long, but I don't think you're going to be able to stop watching it once you start. If you if you know enough about superheroes and if you know enough about what went on with Watchmen and if you knew that like the writer's idea was hopefully at one point was to integrate Watchmen in DC somehow mm -hmm. and this was how they did it. Basically... Basically, when all of that shit happened, when all of that shit happened with, uh, and this, I don't think this is a spoiler because you find this out early. When all of that shit happened with the Watchmen universe, Mister Manhattan basically went to another universe. Mm. He left that because he left that universe and went to another one, which happened to be the DC universe, and he started trying to figure shit out because he didn't know no other universe but that one. So this the whole story of of what happened trying that shit and how Watchmen and DC actually mesh together. Shit is fire. I just, man, I just wish I had time to read it. I had access to read it. I wish I had read it a long time ago because, you know, it's a lot of 
big moments in comics that you don't get here, like facial expression and reveals and shit. Mm-hmm. You don't get that like this, but he tell it pretty good. But that being said, I appreciate y'all for listening to me ramble about bullshit for that long. <laughs> anyway, um, let me know what y'all watching, man. Uh, I told y'all about 2020 that I'm trying to put myself on some shows to watch. Give me a combination of a movie series that I need to binge, a TV show series that I need to binge, and a cartoon series that I need to binge, and possibly an anime series that I need to binge if y'all feel like it. Uh, uh, Leroy Ketchum and Big Stew, y'all packages will be coming early 2020. Just want y'all to know that. Want to get past this holiday shipping shit and get with it. These these going to be some epic packages. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> anyway, um, You got anything else on your mind? I do not. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.